Hey guys, and welcome. I'm Life Coach Meg Ellis. It's time for you to stop coasting through life, and it's time for you to find your purpose. It's time for you to create your fate. Get up right now, right now, if you're not driving, that is. And we're going to have just a little bit of fun to start. So stand up right now and take 10 steps forward. Seriously, try this. Do you, do you trust me? Stand up and take 10 steps forward. Now, after you've taken 10 steps, I want you to turn around 180 degrees and start walking in the other direction. So what you did just now was simply this. You changed your mind. It really is that easy. You walked one way and then turned around, period. It really is that simple to change your mind. And, and you know, not about just walking in a straight line, literally about anything. So if it's that easy to literally just change your mind, guess what happens? We overcomplicate everything else after that. And, you know, literally changing our decision and then we stop because we overthink it so much. And most of the time, this revolves around other people's opinions. So, you know, I've been on this kick about losing the need for other people's approval. And last week, my, my guest Thomas was on, and we talked about the art of doing what you want. So I thought I would continue this little mini-series, and uh, it'll continue next week as well with another special guest. But uh, all about coming into your personal power and just chatting about the ability to change your mind. So today I'm going to go over why changing our minds can be so scary. And I'm going to also talk about when it's okay, biggest air quotes ever, but when it's okay to change your mind and how to know if you are making the right decision for you. So I know there's this little bit of taboo around changing your mind. You know, what have you heard about it? What do you know? It's selfish, irresponsible, you're flaky, you don't know what you want. And trust me, I'm going to get into all of that. But because I'm focusing on building your own personal power, I do have to bring in a point about your personal integrity. Okay, because integrity to yourself is more important than integrity to anybody else. I know, unpopular opinion, but I'm going to say this one more time. Integrity to yourself is more important than integrity to anybody else. So going into this conversation, focusing on integrity, not just changing your mind because you're bored with something uh, or somebody or changing your mind because you're using it as an excuse because you don't feel like doing something or confronting something or changing your mind due to fear. I'm talking about the decisions that you've made, the, uh, the commitments that you've agreed to, the path you are walking down that does not align with your desires your values, or your passions. And when I say desires, I'm not talking about what feels good right now. It's not about doing what 
temporarily feels good in the moment. It's about what feels right for you. What feels right for you now and where you want to go. What feels right? And when you know what feels right for you, you know that your desires can be based on this, right? And you can also base your values and your passions on what feels right for you. And so you can start moving in the right direction. So let's go back to this. Are you walking in the right direction? Are you? Just pause for a second. Are you walking in the right direction in your life? You know, take the example from before. You take 10 steps forward, 10 steps in a certain direction. Why are you walking that way? And if you don't take time to figure that out, you can potentially end up somewhere that you don't want to be. So grab your notebook, grab your journal. Uh, maybe you just jot some notes down on your phone. But list a few of these things and you can pause whenever you need to. First question. What are some of your desires based on what feels right for you and where you're going, where you want to go? What are some of your desires? Second question. What are your values? What's your foundational code that you live by? What's important to you? What do you value? It could be, uh, I value peace of mind. I value my mental health. I value treating others with kindness and respect. I value flexibility. I value creating impact on those around me. And lastly, just list out some of your passions. What are you passionate about? What lights you up? So take a look at these things. Come back to this. Your desires, your values, and your passions. So if you look at that collective list of, of all of them, are you walking in the right direction for you? If you continue down the exact path you are on, will you get closer to these things or further away from them? Do you need to change your course and tweak it a bit? Or do you need to turn around altogether and start walking the opposite direction? Either way, if uh, you, you know, are not getting closer to your desires, your values, and your passions by doing the things that you are doing now, you might need to change your mind about what direction to walk down. So whew, this is the scary part. Right? For some people, the scary part can even be, you know, sitting down and, and evaluating the path that you're walking down, especially, you know, if you've never thought about your desires, your values, your passions. And for other people, the scary part is, hey, once the awareness is there, actually doing something about it. Why do we feel like we can't do something about it? Why do we feel like we can't change our minds if something doesn't feel right? 
Okay, I'm going to actually challenge you with something, and, and this is going to be kind of fun. But first, I want you to just imagine this scenario, and then just consider if you've ever done this. So you're walking down the street, and maybe you're not paying attention or something, you're distracted, or you're zoned out. And then you all of a sudden snap out of it, and you realize you're walking completely in the wrong direction. And what are the odds that once you realize that you're walking the completely wrong way, that you immediately just turn around 180 degrees and start walking the other direction back to where you need to start going. Do you do that? Or you, you look up, oh my gosh, I'm walking the wrong direction. And you, know, you make this big scene because you don't want to look crazy in front of people, literally just turning around and walking the opposite way on the sidewalk. So you make this big, big gesture like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm going the wrong way. Or, oh, here, there. And you pause or you step off to the side and you fiddle with your phone and you, you wait a minute until everybody else passes who saw you stop and realize that you made a mistake. And then then you start walking the other way. I, I know I'm not the only one who does this. I know it. Because we don't want to look like a crazy person, right? Just changing directions in the middle of the sidewalk because we're worried about people thinking that we're psychos, right? So we create this big scene as if we have to explain ourselves to strangers about why we are moving our own bodies and what is going on in our minds to ensure that we are okay versus just whoop, going the wrong way, 180, turn around. And what we do is we actually create this big inefficiency in our lives, right? We're pausing to fiddle around with our phones or making this big you know, gesture before walking the right way. And we shift our internal power into a sudden need for external validation. That key word that we've been talking about. External validation from strangers who we will never see again and whose lives will not be affected by what we do at all. And if this is you, I'm actually going to challenge you. So um, double up on the fun here. So once you are finished listening to this podcast, so the next time you find yourself walking down the street or in the mall or wherever, just stop walking in the direction that you're going and immediately turn around and just start walking the opposite way. No explanation, no grand gestures, exclaiming that, oh my gosh, I just realized I'm going in the wrong direction. Huh. Just You're just going to change your mind. Period. Scary, right? What are people going to think? Ah, are you scared to change your mind? Are you scared to announce that you've changed your mind? When was the last time you said, I changed my mind, period? Why are you going back to school? Because I changed my mind. Why aren't you moving anymore? Because I changed my mind. Why are you changing careers? Changed my mind. Why don't you want to have kids anymore? Because I changed my mind. Period. Why do we feel like we need to explain our every move, our every thought to people? Again, you know, going back to that question, are you walking in the right direction? Are you walking in a direction that you think you should be walking? And if you're not walking in the right direction for you, 
What are you going to do about it? What do you think not doing anything about it is going to get you? Where do you think you'll end up? Exactly where you don't want to be. And why do we think this is the best outcome? That it's, it's better, this, ending up somewhere where you don't want to be. This is better than admitting that we've changed our minds or, gulp worse, whoo, telling people that we've changed our minds. Why are we so strapped to our original decision and, you know, we fear change so much that we've actually created this taboo around changing our minds and we think that it's bad or selfish or irresponsible. Well, there's a couple of reasons and um, shame is a big one. And, you know, I coach from an Enneagram perspective. Um, so twos, threes and fours, uh, shame can be a big one. We don't want to disappoint people. We don't want to let them down. We want them to approve of us and our decisions. We we don't want to deal with the potential shame of another potential regret if we make the poor choice. Or maybe even the anger of making a bad decision. Enneagram 891 This is why it's so important to identify your desires, your values, and your passions. As we don't want to feel like we're terrible people if we don't do what others expect us to do. Or if we think people need us and that it's our duty to save them or fix them because we've prioritized that over our own desires, values, and passions. And we are being guided by that. How about fear? Enneagram fives, sixes, and sevens. Hmm? We are afraid that someone's going to get mad at us. We're afraid of the uncertainty that a new path might, we don't know what, what's, what's down it. What's it going to entail? We're afraid that if we change our minds about our path or about anything, that nobody's going to come with us and that we're going to end up alone or rejected or abandoned. What about not changing your mind due to obligation? Right? I feel an obligation to other people. Um, that's called people-pleasing <laughs> or living by what you should do. That's called living somebody else's life. How about this? I feel obligated to my original decision and cannot stray from it, even though it doesn't feel like a good fit anymore. Hmm. That's called inadaptability and not allowing yourself to grow. Are you obligated to your past self? A version that no longer exists anymore. What happens when you become obligated to your past self and stay obligated to your past self, right? Here's another question. If you're so stuck on obligation, what about your obligation to your future self? The one you want to be based on your desires, your values, and your passions. 
don't you feel an obligation to become that person, the best version of yourself? And do you think that in order to get there, that you might have to shift what you are doing or maybe change your mind at some point in time? Right? And here's the thing is if, if you're not changing your mind due to fear or shame or the shoulds or the uncertainty, you are literally forcing a life that is not designed for you. And forcing things, as you know, if you've been following this podcast, forcing things is one of the biggest blocks to manifesting the life and creating that life that you you desire. Because it's unnatural, right? Forcing a life that is not for you, that's unnatural. And it doesn't feel good. Staying strapped on this path that you don't want to be on and, and not voicing your authentic desire or living a life that's not aligned with your values. It doesn't feel good. And it actually, because it doesn't feel good, it drops your vibration because you are wasting so much energy on what other people think or the fear of the unknown that you cannot put all of your energy into feeling the positive feelings of what life could or would feel like if you simply just changed your mind and stepped into living your authentic truth. Right? And it, it, you can, let me paint you this picture, but you can imagine it like this. Your hands are grasped so tightly around things that are not for you, but you've already made that decision. So you're, you're, you're grasping so hard. And so the universe comes around and it's like, hey, I got what you want. I got, I got something that is actually for you. Your hands are so grasped around what is not for you that you can't even open them to receive the things that are actually for you. So you miss it. And is that worth it to you? I mean, give yourself a little grace here, right? How many times have you made a decision on impulse without really thinking it through, right? It's, it's totally so easy to do, especially if you haven't identified your desires, your values, and your passions, you know, just saying. But if, you know, you're, you're locked into this decision that you made on an impulse, now you're stuck there forever because you made an irresponsible decision once, but somehow you think it's irresponsible to change your mind to align with your values and the future that you want. Gosh, that is so backwards. But that is this societal taboo around changing your mind. Right? Have you ever been the yes man right? and you agree to things right away because you had good intentions about it or you wanted to help? Or maybe you just made a decision without really knowing why. But once you actually sit down and think about it more, you realize, hey, this is actually not the best thing for me. But somehow you're going to knowingly continue to do what you know is not the best thing for you because of this inability to change your mind. Do you think you are going to end up feeling fulfilled, happy, or passionate? 
Short answer, no. <laughs> and PSA, it's okay for you to change your mind. Say it out loud. It's okay for me to change my mind. And you want to know why? Here's why it is okay for you to change your mind. Crickets. You don't need a reason. It's okay for you to change your mind. Period. Who you are now is not who you were. Say that out loud. Who I am now is not who I used to be. You need to make decisions on who you are now, not who you used to be. If you keep making decisions based on who you used to be, you will likely turn right back into that person. So if, if you're still someone you know, who's, who's waiting for permission to change your mind, right? I, I respect that. I get that. We are all in different spots in our growth journeys, and they all look different. And that's a beautiful thing. That is not a bad thing. But I'm going to say this. If you need a little extra encouragement about changing your mind, I got you here. So, so um, listen up here. It is okay to change your mind if... You realize you previously made a mistake or misjudged a situation and you realize that there is a better way to do it. It is okay to change your mind if you previously made a decision before identifying your desires, values, and passions and that decision does not align with them. It is okay to change your mind if... You've outgrown a past version of yourself and the decisions that that version made. It's okay to change your mind if your circumstances have changed. Y'all, we just went through a pandemic for two years. Did you change your mind about anything in that time period? Or were you so strapped to your original decision? What happened if you were? I'd be curious to know. Adaptability is an imperative tool, an imperative tool in life. And it doesn't have to be something huge like a pandemic. It can be small things. Small things like, I took an art class and really liked it, and now I would like to go in the direction of making this my primary hobby. Period. I joined a networking or a social group and really connected to the people I've met. And I enjoy the inspired conversation that moves me forward versus spending time with my old friends who gossip and just complain. Wow, gas is really expensive and the real estate market is not great. I'm going to hold off on moving to California until it feels right. Period. And lastly, it is okay to change your mind if... And this is a big one. If it means that somebody is going to be upset or disappointed in you, it is okay to change your mind. Because here's another PSA. It is okay to piss some people off. It is not your job in life to please other people. It is your job to show up as the best version of yourself and live that truth. Because I'm pretty sure that your great purpose in life goes much deeper than pleasing other people. Yeah? 
at the end of the day, you got to live your truth. Your truth. And guess what? It's okay if your truth changes along the way because guess what? You change along the way. You have to allow yourself to change and don't force these old versions of yourself and definitely, please, do not apologize for the new one. You are allowed to change as a person and you are allowed to change your mind. Period. I believe that you can create your life and I do believe that you can create your fate. To connect with more thoughts, more inspiration, you can follow me on Instagram at Let's Create Your Fate or online at Let's Create Your Fate.com. I actually just redid my website. It is beautiful. Check it out. And of course, if you love this episode, please, please, please subscribe, write a review, send this to a friend who you believe would benefit from this too. That would help me so very much. And I just am so appreciative of all y'all for listening. So that's all I got for you today. But if I could leave you with just one thing, it is this. Expect good things. Always. And they will happen. Thanks for joining me today. And I'll talk to y'all soon.